Hey, I'm Jason Gray. Hey, this is Sarah Gross. Hey, I'm Andrew Osinga. Hi, this is Michael Carr. Hey, this is Andrew Peterson, and you're listening to Voices in My Head. And this is me, so let's have some exciting music. Who is me, you ask? Well, me is Rick Lee James, and this is my podcast, Voices in My Head. We've got a great show for you this week, so stay tuned. Welcome back to Voices in My Head. This is your host, Rick Lee James, and this is episode number 136 with my special guest, Dave Cleveland. Dave is one of the great guitar players in Nashville, and he has played for a who's who list of musicians through the years. Chances are, if you've heard an album in the last 20 years come out of Nashville, or watch TV, uh, or, you know, listen to the radio, whatever, uh, you're gonna, you have heard Dave Cleveland. I'm just certain of it. You may not have known it, but you've heard him. He's a sought-after guitar player. Uh, Today is the 10th of March, 2015, and yesterday, I was in Nashville. I had a chance to sit down with him, play a little music. I was uh, so blessed to have kind of a dream come true, just me and him sitting in a recording studio playing a song that he wrote. Uh, We took a few minutes beforehand. He taught me how to play it, and uh, I was just barely prepared before we started, I felt like, but um, man, it was fun, and uh, he's such a good, talented player. Um, next week's episode, just to let you know, is going to be featuring Andrew Peterson, uh, also recorded on location in Nashville. And uh, man, I just had a great trip down there. It was fast, but it was well worth the time. I've got some exciting news about the new album, which, by the way, my guest today, Dave Cleveland, uh, played guitar on that album as well. So I'm, I'm really happy uh, to, to share that. Um, news with you as soon as I can, but I can't yet. Uh, But just to let you know, there are some exciting things going on with my new project. Um, I do want to point you to some resources uh, from Dave Cleveland. Uh, One in particular, uh, because our interview got cut a little bit short because uh, he was under some time constraints because he was getting ready to record uh, later that day. And um, when he asked to go to work, uh, that's when we had to cut the podcast off and some other people were starting to come into the recording studio where we were. Uh, but if you go to iBooks and look up Dave Cleveland, you're going to find a guitar method that he has come up with called Chord Crunch. And I recommend it to guitar players, singers, songwriters. You're going to find a lot of information there. You can download a sample when you go to iBooks, and I believe it is exclusively available on iBooks. Uh, he also has a new album coming out with Jason Webb, the piano player that is um, used by everybody in Nashville, literally, and uh, it, they're just—they actually play so well together. So I'm looking forward to uh, when Lifeway releases that project. Um, tons I can say about Dave Cleveland, but I'm just going to let you uh, you hear the interview and uh, the song we got to play together. And it, man, it was it was great fun. Um, by the way, there may be some some noise on the podcast. I'm not sure why. I was having some problems with the digital recorder as far as making some like popping sounds. And uh, hopefully in the edits, I'm able to get most of that out. But just to let you know, if there are some little annoying background noises, um, I'm sorry. I, I did my best to to get it clean. But sometimes when you're on location and you know just sometimes when you're recording stuff it doesn't always go well but all right well that's the end of uh this intro and we're going to go right into my conversation with the great dave cleveland i'm here with dave cleveland who is really one of my guitar heroes and uh, he is behind the scenes a lot on many albums that I know you have heard and many of you 
um, who are actually worship leaders that listen to this podcast and pastors. You've been listening to him for years and you may not have even known it. Um, he has played for everyone from, let me just name a list, and I made a list before I came in today so I wouldn't forget some. Uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Brooklyn Tabernacle, Point of Grace, Michael W. Smith, Twilight Paris, For Him, Crystal Lewis, Michael O'Brien, Cindy Morgan, Anointed, Russ Taft, Steve Green, Wes King. Oh, man, Wes King. I haven't I love heard Wes. from him in a long yeah. time, but he's good. One of yeah, the great players. Great. Out of the Gray, and even apparently Miley Cyrus at one point. Yes, so, um, I, I played on her record. <laughs> so that's there's probably some interesting stories there. But um, but anyway, needless to say, quite a resume before you. And least of all, he played on my record, which is yet to come out. That was the highlight. No, 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 no <laughs> not at all. Uh, and he's currently playing, is it Sunday nights that Sam's Place is meeting? Yeah, we do one Sunday a month at okay. the Ryman, and it's uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman hosts the show. Okay. Uh, last week we had Need to Breathe there and Amy Grant. Wow. Um, it, the time before that it was Josh Turner. Michael W. Smith was there. Uh, Mercy Me's been there. Third Day's been there. Wow. So it's fun. I get to play with all these artists that I love and, yeah. um, and hear them. They're just great. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, let's start the podcast with a tune that you wrote, and it's called Sunset... Sunset Road. Sunset Road. Yeah. Is it named after this, this studio? You know, it's, you know, it's actually not. I was actually driving down Concord Road one day, and I, saw, and I was humming this melody mm-hmm. in my head, and I saw Sunset... Actually, Sunset Drive. Sorry about that. Okay, Sunset Drive. All right. Yeah, um, and I was like... Oh, that's a perfect name for this song because it kind of feels like you're driving yeah. into the sunset a little bit. That's great. Just kind of peaceful. And... Well, disclaimer at the beginning here, um, I just learned this tune and I'm still learning it, So, but Dave writes music, beautiful, beautiful music. It's really early. I drove down from uh, Ohio after church yesterday and I'm very sleep deprived right now, so forgive me if I sound weird on the podcast, but I'm going to try to play along. It's a beautiful tune. That he has written and uh, he is graciously letting me play along oh. today. So let, let's play it again. Alright, here we go.
sounds amazing. Uh, listeners, the only bad notes you heard were me. They were all the good ones were him. So, man, that's That's fantastic. not true. That was great. Uh, tell us what kind of guitar you're playing, because we have oh. a lot of guitarists that listen here, and it's a yeah. Martin, and I know it doesn't make great radio for me to just look at it and say it's nice, so you can tell yeah. us a little bit well, about it. Yeah, um, well, this guitar is a Martin. It's, it's the Eric Clapton model, so it's kind of based on an old, you know, like OM-28. Yeah. Um, but I noticed... When I when I would travel about, uh, I always go to Guitar Center or mm-hmm. the local music shop, and and every time I played the Eric Clapton model Martin, mm-hmm. it felt and sounded the same, hmm. like it was so consistent. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna get one of those because they just have a beautiful, um, you know, mid range kind of tone to them, and they're really easy to play. Got the great. Kind of slight V neck like the old. So, so would Martin. that be the the model that he was playing on the unplugged album? Probably. It, it would or? be. Well, he would he he played the original probably the forties or whatever yeah. it was. Uh, I I don't remember the year, but this this guitar is based on that model. Yeah, that so. was you know truth you know when I was learning to play guitar. Um, that unplugged album was just coming out. I was 15, yeah. oh. and that was all I wanted for Christmas was the songbook of Eric Clapton Unplugged, so I could you know do, learn how to play Layla. I just wanted, yeah, you know, and then, so I just over great. and over again that solo he would do is just you know. Well, isn't it amazing that that he has been like in the forefront of guitar playing yeah. for well. 50 years now yeah you know because I remember listening to him growing up uh, with all the electric stuff mm-hmm. and you, you had to know yeah Eric Clapton for sure songs and licks and stuff like yeah. that so my, my favorite uh, of, of him is actually in the 60s he was with a band called uh, John Mayle and the Blues Breakers yeah. yeah and he did a song called Hideaway <laughs> So it was yeah. that basic kind of, yeah. blue, except it was with the less Paul Phil Marshall, so it was a lot, it was a lot, a lot louder than that. Yeah, I, he's yeah he's been a hero for a long time. So I always love listening to Clapton. Yeah, but it, I mean I I think you can really hear his influence on just about everybody that's a guitarist. You know? Absolutely, especially like John Mayer or somebody that you know plays with him now a lot, and uh, it, it's sort of like. Passing the man along to—he uh, seems like I have never met him. I don't know if you have or not. But, I have not met her. Um, he seems like somebody that's kind of something that uh Dave Cleveland's phone ladies and gentlemen yeah, that's, that's uh, harmonics. <laughs> um but one thing that in, is really great to me is you know being in the studio with you back in December just a couple months ago yeah. um my first time getting to meet you other than just you know a few interactions over Facebook and yeah. stuff um I I sensed that um really a, you and all those guys that were in the studio that day I just felt a very nearness of God you know, that day. And I really feel like there's something beautiful when we take our craft and allow it to be used for God, for His kingdom. Yeah. And um, I've been around enough players that are just players that are kind of 
will play whenever. And then there's ones that actually feel like have a depth to them. And so um, at lunchtime, I remember, and I'll probably always treasure this conversation because we talked about um, Brooklyn Tabernacle. Yeah. And I want to talk about that a little bit. Oh, because yeah. Because you played on their new record, which is called Pray. Yes. And, uh, and I had an experience a few years ago where I got to go to Brooklyn Tab. Um, our church sent us down there, and we got to spend, I don't know, maybe an hour in the office of Jim Simla and just yeah. kind of sit and chat with him. And yeah. um, just so impressed with... Um, the way that that church, honestly, the name of the record, Praise, you know, and that Tuesday night prayer meeting, which we were there for, uh, people get there three hours early just to pray. The choir's right. not there. There's right. not a big musical spectacle. And and definitely the power of that place is prayer. So I, I'd like to just hear about, like, your experience, like, getting to play. Um, and, and that's a different style of music, too, like, than probably you're getting here in Nashville. Yeah. And I know you play a lot of jazz and different things, but that sort of gospel choir feel yeah. and everything. So yeah. just anything you want to share well, with us, we'd I'll, love I'll, to hear it. I'll so. tell you, my first experience with Brooklyn Tabernacle, I was in a group called Truth. Okay. And I traveled in Truth from 1985 to 1988. And I'd just become a Christian in the year before. Hmm. And so I went from being, you know, playing in clubs and bars and not knowing anything about Christ or, or what, what my life was going to be like. And mm -hmm. I, I basically went from a, a, a person that was hopeless and was uh, on the verge of suicide mm -hmm. to uh, somebody that God transformed, delivered me from mm -hmm. the, the mess that I was in. Yeah. And within, well, it would have been less than a year, I was at the Brooklyn Tabernacle. Wow. And I walked in there and I thought, this is unbelievable. I feel like I'm in heaven right now. I yeah. feel like the power of God is so strong here. Yeah. And that has always been the the foundation of the Brooklyn Tabernacle. It's it's based on prayer mm -hmm. and people being real and and honest and seeking God with all their heart. And when you do that, uh, things happen. And yeah. and it's obvious. I mean, God has used that church. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many millions of people they probably affected by their music and and Pastor Simba's preaching, and you know, so to, to be a part, uh, I guess I've been on their last, I don't know, over the last 10, 12 years, I've been on their every project. Wow, it's, I didn't realize that, it's great. Yeah, yeah. so it was, a, it was a real honor for me the first time that, that actually Larry Goss had called me to come in um, to play on mm. one of their CDs, and I was, you know, it just, it's one of those times where you're just going, the kindness of God, mm. you know, that you get to do something and be a part of of, of an album that you so believe in, mm. and uh, and that had such a huge and the group of people had such a huge impact on your life. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is unbelievable. Mm. And um, so I've just had a relationship with them over the last twelve yeah. years, and and then they invited me to come up and play on this live DVD mm. called Pray. Yeah. And. Um, I can get emotional talking about it, so yeah. I've got to be no, careful. Yeah, it's okay. Feel free. It's all right. It, it's just you sit in that, that room in, in, in the hearts of not only the choir and the musicians, but the people in the congregation are so hungry mm -hmm. to hear from God yeah. and to experience God. And um, it, it just, it's just one of those things where I'll, I'll, I'll cherish in my heart forever. And I really feel like God gives us a glimpse of heaven. Yeah. You know, through their music. Well, I, I do too. I, there's a few places that um, 
And this may sound weird to listeners because I know that God is ever-present and God is holy and wherever he is is holy. But there is some, there are a few places, a handful of places I could probably pick out where I could say just walking into the building I could distinctly sense the holiness of the place I was at, you know. And, and it, it's hard to describe why other than just uh, maybe they just so availed themselves to God in, in that moment. But I, I do feel like walking in the doors of that place it's like there's just something that feels different about this place and there's something beautiful and wonderful and it's not showy like a lot of people mm-hmm. would think um like well they just have a great choir and it's like no 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 the the choir i mean the choir is way was, deeper than the that. choir wasn't even there when i was yeah. there you know no, <laughs> it was just it was just prayer meeting and we came in to pray and it was just the most amazing i mean i I would dare to say even just being there that night for the prayer meeting, which lasted about two and a half, three hours yeah. of just prayer and very brief devotionals, but just yeah. praying. Uh, it was one of those few, like, I could say life-changing experiences that I've had. Where yeah. I've, and, and it is, it's like you described, there's a hunger and a thirst for the things of yeah. God that you want there. And, and they're being the church, too. I mean, it's not, it's not just that they're coming together to worship, like, that prayer meeting ended with bringing some people on the platform saying, this person, uh, this family here, they, they don't have a job right now, and they don't have a home, they're in a shelter across town, the women, the girls and the mother and the women's shelter and the father and the son are in the men's shelter. Yeah. Does anybody know of a job? We can help them find, you know? And so it's sort of like this, they're worshiping, they're taking care of each other. It's yeah. just a beautiful it's thing. It's the body of Christ. Yeah, and I'm there with my pastor, and yeah. we're looking through their bulletin, and we're going, I mean, there's nothing different here than our church. I mean, uh, they have a Valentine's banquet yeah. coming up, and they yeah. got team yeah. basketball on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yeah. So whatever. What's why isn't our church like this? Yeah. And it is. It is prayer. I mean, it, it really, really is. is. I so. think any any place that you invite the presence of God, yeah, He's gonna He will show up. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious there. They they want the presence of God in in that place and in their hearts, and in that city. You know, yeah. they're trying to reach that city for Christ mm. and. It's it's awesome. So, yeah. the well, other thing I didn't know about the Brooklyn Tab, um, I sent Mike Archibald. I, I did a record right here in this in this studio mm-hmm. called Guitars in Worship, mm-hmm. and I, I went back and did all of my favorite songs when I became a Christian. A lot of Maranatha songs, yeah. As the Deer, Thy Word. Uh, yeah. I think of course, Amy mm-hmm. did uh, uh, Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. So I sent the rough mix up to Michael Archibald. I didn't put any. I was going to put strings and stuff mm-hmm. on it, and. Um, you know, didn't think anything of it. My, Michael's the, the drummer up there. Okay. And so years go by, and I, I go up there to do a live record. This has been, I guess, five years ago, other than praying. Mm-hmm. They play that, that my, my worship CD between every service. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so Pastor Carol called me, and she goes, can you do another CD where we're just, you know, we wear this one out. And so I'm like, yeah. So, so I was up there this last time, and the service, you know, I go to the services, of course, while I'm up there. And the service is over, and as soon as it's over, they play my CD. Wow. This new one. So I hear the song I wrote. It's like... Talk about humbling. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, God, thank you. I don't deserve anything. 
but I'm thankful. Uh, I feel that way even right now. I mean, I, I uh, just hanging out with you and uh, in the studio with you guys a few months back, I felt that way because I'm like, these guys are studio musicians, to be honest, are my heroes. And growing up, that's all I yeah, wanted I to was, do was I like, was, man, I want to be a yeah. session player. I, ne- I never got that good or... Um, God didn't lead me down that road specifically, right. but they're always my heroes, and I always feel like the the guys who are in the background playing, uh, in many ways, are an example of the church and how it works at its best because they're um, they're not they're not up front and they're not there to be seen, but they're they're there to um, how should I say like as a worship leader, I always say we we're there to point to God, yeah. and so there's a sense in which like. The players who are in the background, they're they're in a sense to point to the main thing and get it get the get the message out, yeah. you know. And especially with you guys, and so I, I, that is to just break in and say I kind of felt that way about just being with you guys. Feel like, well, this is a rare experience. Not everybody gets to be with these guys and play with these guys. Well, it's a good you know? point. I, my, um, the main focus, like you said, is like when you come in with your songs. I have. My heart is never to go, let's see what kind of lick I can play on this. It's yeah. always like, what's the song say? What can I do? What kind of color can I put in there so that everybody hears what you're saying? That's, yeah. that's the goal right yeah. there. And, uh, and I, I don't know if you know this. I, I only found this out recently, but Johann Sebastian Bach, he would write, um, I, think it's, I think it's Yesu Juvi beginning of all of his pieces of music which means Jesus help <laughs> and uh, and it was sort of like that was his his way to begin and then um, I forget the Latin abbreviations but at the end when a piece of music was finished he would put glory to God alone at yeah. the end and it was just these little abbreviations that he yeah. would put in and I thought man what a beautiful way to approach music and the whole idea and, and um, I'm going to be with Andrew Peterson in a little while and, I, and I've heard him talk about before you know that's that's a great way to enter songwriting and, and a great way to come in because sometimes we feel like we're we've exhausted all we know yeah and and we can just go so we forget that we have the creator who is creating with us and just go Jesus help you know and and um, so I, I've, I've, I feel the help of God through what you guys play um, things like Brooklyn tab are really um, amazing um, beautiful um, songs of worship that help us worship but um did, now did you play on the god is working album years ago it's it's probably been that's been a little longer than 10 years ago i think but yeah i'd have to that, i'd have to go back and look that was, that was one of those albums too that they they keep the moments in the recording yeah. that are not specifically the choir it's just there's a moment you can just sense the presence of god is moving in the place and you just kind of hear the mics are just picking up people kind of mm. praying and, and god and it'll take like five minutes of just this yeah and I'll, I'll be driving in my car and i'm like i'm there like yeah. i feel like yeah i feel like i'm there and what you said like i'm in the midst of heaven and, the, <laughs> and in this presence it's amazing the way that god just lets them even capture those moments so it's really great stuff but uh, let's see oh okay i was going to ask you since we have just a, a few minutes left yeah. one of my um all-time guitar heroes songwriter heroes probably many people's heroes Stephen curtis chapman yeah uh, you've played with him for a long time, on and off again. Yeah. Uh, you toured with him back, I, I think, during the live adventure, and I think that album won a Grammy. It didn't did. It? Yeah. I mean, back when everybody knows the Great Adventure, you know, yeah. saddle up your horses. <laughs> yeah. You know, at, at one time we were all saddling up our horses, even though we, we didn't live near horses or anything. <laughs> but um, 
great stuff. So, and you're playing right now at what's called Sam's Place, and we touched briefly on that. Yeah. But you were telling me before we started, you know, I mean, he's he's no slouch on a guitar, or really, he plays a lot of instruments. But he really is um, amazing, and, but, he, and he's very humble about it. Yeah. And I'm like. I'm so glad to hear that too, and and you're not the only one. I've talked to so many artists that know him. My dream is to like have him on the podcast one yeah. day and just sit and talk and be like, man, thank, and just say thank you, <laughs> just say thanks. You're just you know thanks for using your talents for God and for blessing us. But I'm so glad to hear that because you and other people always tell me just what a gracious person he is and how kind he is, and it's just very evident he returns to God what God gives. Yeah, him, he know? is. He is a real servant. So. Of definitely is so just to impress us all a little more tell us what it's like when you go into the Ryman for Sam's place and sit down with the band because you were telling me I mean it keeps you on your toes when you're playing in that sort of live setting yeah you have to well uh, not the last Sam's place but the Sam's place before we had to learn 17 songs (sighs) how much time do you have well I got up at 5 a.m. that morning Sunday (laughs) and uh, unfortunately I didn't make it to church that day (laughs) So uh, there was there were seventeen songs, um, and so our music director Ben Shive he'll write charts, but then you still have to go through everything yeah. and at least like if there's a guitar hook or something for mm-hmm. me then you have to work it out. Most of the the artists are pretty straight ahead stuff. You know, once I learn it, maybe write a, a, a couple cheap notes here and there. But with Steven, his stuff is is probably the most intricate of all because mm-hmm. he really does. He comes up with guitar parts that are they're they're challenging. Uh, we we have to do some finger picking stuff together. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it it takes a while yeah. to make sure we get it locked in. But it was funny last week we looked at each other during the performance mm-hmm. because we had it locked in. It was just like we were <laughs> smiling at each other like. We're doing, doing it. We're doing it, man. Come on. That's so fantastic. But it, it, it it's yeah, it's it's a challenge. And and just for, so people who may not be from the Nashville area, Sam's Place is sort of a, a Sunday night. Um, I, I don't know if I'd say variety show. It's more like kind of like that though with artists that come in and like Stephen Curtis Chapman is the host of it right yeah. now. So he kind of um, kind of facilitates the evening so he'll play some songs and then other artists will come in yeah. and uh, what other artists have you worked with well, recently? Well, also, let me just say something about Sam's Place. The original intent was it's a church and mm. it was built for to, to share the gospel. So right. what we've done with Sam's Place is it, it, it becomes that for the night. We have the Christian artists and country artists that come in that want to sing and, and share their faith as well. Yeah. Like Josh Turner came in the yeah. other night and did a great job and and it, it just gives people a chance to hear the gospel in the Ryman yeah. as it was intended. So, but, uh, you know, Need to Breathe was there, uh, Jars of Clay. I mean, not Jars of Clay, uh, Third Day, Mercy Me, uh, Deanna Carter, I'm trying to think who Amy Grant was there. Just just a bunch of so, Yeah, artists. so Dave just sits in and plays with all these guys, you know, oh, I love it. <laughs> guys and gals. And <laughs> Amy's another one that is like Steven as far as her personality and her servant heart she comes in and she just put everybody at ease mm. she's so down to earth and and so wants to serve mm. while she's there so that's good to hear it's amazing good stuff um, well that's fantastic I I not I played at the Ryman when I was in high school I lived in Dixon Tennessee and we did like 
like a recital thing for all the guitarist stuff, and I was That's like, oh cool. boy, this is probably the only time I ever get to do this. But yeah, well, again, one of those holy places in a different way. <laughs> yeah. Hello. So, hi there. How you doing? Uh, doing well. Well, we got some people coming in the studio, so we probably ought to wrap up this podcast today. But uh, Dave Cleveland, thank you so much yeah, for being on the Voices in My Head podcast. And you have a new hymns record coming out soon with yeah. Jason Webb. Yeah, Jason Webb and I through Lifeway. Okay. And um, and then I also have, I'm going to release the, re- the record I did for Brooklyn Tab. It's going to be called Guitars in Prayer. Okay. And that should Great. be out. And, shortly. And I was listening to Guitars in Worship this morning, and, and, nice. and good stuff. And oh, very, thank very you. Very nice. So, well, thanks for being my guest this week, and yeah, uh, just for being so gracious, and uh, thanks for being one of the voices in my head this thanks. week. <laughs> You've been listening to Voices in My Head, the official podcast of Rick Lee James. If you'd like to know more about me, my ministry, my music, my life, go to my website at rickleejames.com. And I'd love this to be a community experience, so if you call 937-505-0162, you can leave feedback, you can give me suggestions for future shows, you can even record comments that I can play on the next podcast. So let's make this something really great together. 937-505-0162. Thank you so much for listening to Voices in My Head, the official Rick Lee James podcast. God bless.